1: Hello and welcome to Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed.
0: Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so thrilled today that you are able to join NUMA podcast. The key text for this podcast is the book of Job, chapter 40, verse 15
1: to 24. Behold now, behemoth, which I made with thee. He eateth grass as an ox. Lo, now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees, in the covert of the reed and fens. The shady trees cover him with their shadow, the willows of the brook compass him about. Behold, he drinketh up a river, and hasteth not. He trusteth that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. He taketh it with his eyes, his nose pierceth through snares.
0: Join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, O King, for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask that you inspire the sound of my voice today, that as I speak, O Lord, the hearer will be illuminated, anointed to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying through this vessel of mine. I thank you, Father, because your word would never come without accomplishing its purpose. So thank you once again for answering these prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is who can tame the behemoth? Who can tame the behemoth? This is not a rhetorical question, but a query that is intended to make a plausible psychological edifice designed to propel our human consciousness towards the greatness of God, the creator of all things, great and small, including the setbacks and the triumphs he allows in our lives. This life is full of troubles, trials, temptations, puzzles, and the question of the problem of evil. And sometimes these circumstances tend to overwhelm and overcome the entirety of our being. And then we are compelled to wonder, where is God in all of these battlefronts? However, it is comforting and as well as refreshing to know that our forebears have been on those paths before. So, where else is better to take instruction from other than from these veterans such as Job? The story of Job, in my view, is a story of the journey of the man or the woman of God. As it highlights glaringly the defenselessness of the human person, It is so easy when everything around us appears to be moving relatively well, without complications, to think it is our own making. And then we are tempted to critique, condemn and disavow others who are not on the same pedestal as us and are unfortunate enough to be experiencing spiritual surgeries But brothers and sisters, such feelings are constructed on false platforms because those that are truly in the Lord do not need to rejoice in the misfortune of others. And here is what 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 said. People who think they are standing firmly should be careful that they don't fall. And brothers and sisters, if you do fall, or are in a spiritual, psychological, or social quagmire today, and you do not know what to do, then my friend, this message is for you. So please come with me as we explore the title of this podcast and the key text, which is Who Can Tame the Behemoth? Job chapter 40 verse 15 to 24 as read earlier. Some listeners of this podcast may be wondering by now, what on earth is behemoth? In fact, the Cambridge Dictionary defines behemoth as something that is extremely large and often extremely powerful. But, behemoth is actually a monstrous animal of epic proportions. Described in the book of Job, chapter 40, verse 15 to 24. This animal is safely the biblical equivalent of scientific dinosaur, if not greater. It has an enormous capacity to dwarf everything in its way and around it. It is the intimidating scope of this creature that inspired and informed this podcast today. No one can come close up to this beast without feeling dwarfed by its sheer size. So, following Job's complaint to God about the unfairness he suffered by losing all his children, livelihood, friendship, and personal dignity. And that is Job chapter 1 verse 1 to 22. In response to his complaint, God used the behemoth metaphor to demonstrate to Job his ability not only as creator and sustainer, but also as the master and the director of the entire universe who can choose to bring into harmony what he created or elect to allow evil to reign. The situation referred to as the problem of evil. In verse 15 of Job chapter 40, God called the attention of Job to the behemoth. He said to him, look at the land beast, behemoth. I created him as well as you, grazing on grass, docile as a cow. Brothers and sisters, God Almighty always has conspicuous witness if you are careful enough to look around you as you will see for yourself the wonders of his creation. Here, God is showcasing his majestic creature called Behemoth, how huge it was and how he gave it its unique characteristics that dominates its surroundings unintimidated. Isn't that a wonderful picture to conjure up in the mind of a suffering man? When you are facing your transitory challenge, It is best you look at the bigger picture in the frame before you so that you can be encouraged to live again. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, the world is full of trouble. There is nothing we can do about that. It's a fact. But as children of the Most High God, as children of the Living God, we can see and assimilate what God is able to do. As we do so, it will help us dwarf the challenging circumstances before us because the God who is able to create such an enormous animal is able also to recreate your life, recreate my life again, change things around, turn things around for good. That's what we're talking about today. Who can tame the behemoth, And I tell you, brothers and sisters, it's only God who created that beast. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10 to 11 says this. Keep a cool head. Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You are not the only ones plunge into these hard times. It is the same with Christians all over the world. So, keep a firm grip on the faith. The sufferings won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God, who has great plans for us in Christ eternal, and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. Wow, wonderful.
1: This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguce. God bless you. Keep listening.
0: My dear brothers and sisters, we know that the moment we said yes to Jesus Christ, we become earmarked by the enemy of our soul and are exposed to the elements and become conscious of the toxic spiritual environment we live in. But we have to remember that God is firmly in charge, that is, if we listen to the secret counsel of God. Job was not privy to the secret counsel of God. Neither did he have the benefit of hindsight as you and as me today. So you see, we are in a better place, a better dispensation than Job was because we have the Bible, God's word, to show us and to tell us the experiences of those champions of faith in the most high God of creation. God begins to lay out for Job the character and attitude of this creature. He said in verse 16 to 21, just look at the strength of his back, the powerful muscles of his belly. His tail sways like a cedar in the wind. His huge legs are like beech trees, most magnificent of all my creatures. But I still lead him around like a lamb. The grass-covered hill serve him meals, while field mice floric in his shadow. He takes afternoon naps on the shade trees, cools himself in the reedy swamp. This powerful description of the formidable animal called behemoth sends great excitement down my spine as it demonstrates a great sense of pronounced technical know-how of our great God. And if God is interested, if God is so interested, if God is so engrossed in this beast, in this way, then my brothers and sisters, how about you and me, whom he created in his own very image, And thus, according to Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, The behemoth masticated its pastures like a bull and had a tail the size of a tree trunk. His skeletons were like steel pipes. It pushes itself through the fora and the hills grazing, stopping intermittently and graciously relaxing in the wetland. Wow. The last three verses of Job chapter 40 verse 22 to 24 animated the description of the behemoth in a cinematic manner. It says, behemoth lazily cool in the leafy shadows as the breeze moves through the willows and when the rivers rages he doesn't budge. Stolid and on Petub, even when the Jordans goes wild, but you did never want him for a pet. You did never be able to housebreak him. This animal is so huge that nothing bothered it, not even the seemingly threatening, raging element of nature. It is so confident in its skin, so much so that the raging of the river could not move it. It is emotionless, and yet, as verse 19 pointed out, no human being is capable of domesticating this astonishing creature except its creator and the master of the universe. Dear brothers and sisters, this should comfort you too, that no matter how extraordinary your present circumstances are, like the behemoth, God is more than able to domesticate them. He alone can make you walk on the very object of your fear, the very object of your trepidation, like the Apostle Peter in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 33. And I want you to remember this, how the sea was charging against Peter and his friends on the way to the other side. They were tossed from one side to the other, by the waves and everything seems to be against them until Jesus Christ appeared in their horizon and commanded Peter to walk on the water with him. The very object of their fear have become a conquering platform for Peter to walk upon. That is because the master of the universe was personified in Jesus Christ and his presence lifted him above the waves. Brothers and sisters, this is the power of the God that we are privileged to serve. This is the way our God behaves. This is the promise of God. If we can trust him, if we can walk with him, if we can obey him and step out in faith and look around us and see The positive things instead of the negative things that are common that are around us today. I don't know this moment what type of behemoth is charging towards you. But one thing I know is this. Only God can tame the behemoth in your life. If you can at least trust in him to see you through your situation, your circumstances today. God reminded Job of this reality when he was confronted with apparent insurmountable problems in his life, including misery, perplexity, and potential defeat of his soul. His vision was obscured and was compelled to question the integrity of God. God responded to his query by helping him to see and engage with his diminished reality and he was reawoken to God's absolute reality that is clear and authentic. God was saying to Job, look, I am bigger than all your problems and powerful enough to sort them out for you. In the end, Job admitted and said, that's Job chapter 42 verse 2, I know that you can do anything that no one can stop you to you my brothers and sisters whatever you may be going through today just be certain just be assured that it is only God who can tame the behemoth in your life it is only him who have the final say it is only him who can tame your behemoth it is therefore my prayer brothers and sisters that you see the bigger picture that God is painting Because you are in the frame of that picture that God is working at. And I want you to know today that no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, you are so, so important to God. God loves you so much, enough to send Jesus Christ to die in your place. And that should make you feel that you're special. I'm speaking to you out there today that you are special in God's side. That's why you are alive today. That's why you are still here today. And nothing can change that. You are the Lord's beloved. You are the Lord chosen. That should be your comfort today. Even as I end this podcast. May the Lord bless you. As you continue in your work, And labor in his vineyard and for him. Join me as I pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, I thank you once more for this time with my brothers and my sisters. Lord, I pray that as many that have listened to this podcast will be blessed, O oh God. And Lord, your word said that your word would not come and go without accomplishing its purpose. I know, Father, that your word has come to your people. Your knowledge has come to your people. And now, Father, I ask that you strengthen and energize your people as they live their lives, even in the midst of trials temptation, tribulation, and all that this world has to bring against them. Father God, for the sake of us, you sent Jesus Christ to die in our place, and we claim that victory from Calvary today. Lord, may your people be overcomers in all circumstances, regardless of the enormity of their problems, and I seal these prayers in the precious name of of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and soon coming King. Amen.
1: Thank you for listening to the Numa Podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.